This is section six of Mark Twain, a biography. Volume two. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mark Twain, a biography by Albert Bigelow Payne. Chapter one hundred and ten. Mark Twain and Bret Hart write a play. It was the fall and winter of seventy six that Bret Hart came to Hartford and collaborated with Mark Twain on the play Ah Sin, a comedy drama or melodrama written for Charles T. Parslow, the great impersonator of Chinese character. Hart had written a successful play which unfortunately he had sold outright for no great sum, and was eager for another venture. Hart had the dramatic sense and the constructive invention. He also had humor, but he felt the need of the sort of humor that Mark Twain could furnish. Furthermore, he believed that a play backed by both their reputations must start with great advantages. Clemens also realized these things, and the arrangement was made. Speaking of their method of working, Clemens once said, Well, Brett came down to Hartford, and we talked it over, and then Brett wrote it while I played billiards. But, of course, I had to go over it to get the dialect right, Brett never did know anything about dialect, which is hardly a fair statement of the case. They both worked on the play, and worked hard. During the period of its construction, Hart had an order for a story which he said he must finish at once, as he needed the money. It must be delivered by the following night, and he insisted that he must be getting at it without a moment's delay. Still, he seemed in no haste to begin. The evening passed, bedtime came, then he asked that an open fire might be made in his room and a bottle of whiskey sent up, in case he needed something to keep him awake. George attended to these matters, and nothing more was heard of Hart until very early next morning, when he rang for George and asked for a fresh fire and an additional supply of whiskey. At breakfast time he appeared, fresh, rosy, and elate, with the announcement that his story was complete. That forenoon the Saturday morning club met at the Clemens home. It was a young women's club, of which Mark Twain was a sort of honorary member, a club for the purpose of intellectual advancement, somewhat on the order of the Monday evening club of men, except that the papers read before it were not prepared by members, but by men and women prominent in some field of intellectual progress. Bret Hart had agreed to read to them on this particular occasion, and he gaily appeared and gave them the story just finished, Thankful Blossom, a tale which Mark Twain always regarded as one of Hart's very best. The new play, Ah Sin, by Mark Twain and Bret Hart, was put on at Washington at the National Theatre on the evening of May 7, 1877. It had been widely exploited in the newspapers, and the fame of the authors ensured a crowded opening. Clemens was unable to go over on account of a sudden attack of bronchitis. Parslow was nervous accordingly, and the presence of Hart does not seem to have added to his happiness. "'I am not very well myself,' he wrote to Clemens. "'The excitement of the first night is bad enough, but to have the annoyance with Hart that I have is too much for a new beginner. Nevertheless, the play seems to have gone well with Parslow as Ah Sin, a Chinese laundryman who was also a great number of other diverting things. 
with a fair support and a happy-go-lucky presentation of frontier life which included a supposed murder a false accusation and a general clearing up of mystery by the pleasant and wily and useful and entertaining ah sin it was not a great play it was neither very coherent nor convincing but it had a lot of good fun in it with character parts which if not faithful to life were faithful enough to the public conception of it to be amusing and exciting at the end of each act not only parslow but also the principal members of the company were called before the curtain for special acknowledgments when it was over there was a general call for ah sin who came before the curtain and read a telegram charles t parslow i am on the sick list and therefore cannot come to washington but i have prepared two speeches one to deliver in event of failure of the play and the other if successful please tell me which i shall send may be better to put it to vote mark twain the house cheered the letter and when it was put to vote decided unanimously that the play had been a success a verdict more kindly than true j i ford of the theater management wrote to clemens next morning after the first performance urging him to come to washington in person and wet nurse the play until it could do for itself ford expressed satisfaction with the play and its prospects and concludes i enclose notices come if you can your presence will be worth ten thousand men the king's name is a tower of strength i have urged the president to come tonight. the play made no money in washington but augustin daly decided to put it on in new york at the fifth avenue theater with a company which included besides parslow edmund collier p a anderson dora goldthwaite henry crisp and mrs wells a very worthy group of players indeed clemens was present at the opening dressed in white which he affected only for warm weather use in those days and made a speech at the end of the third act ah sin did not excite much enthusiasm among new york dramatic critics the houses were promising for a time but for some reason the performance as a whole did not contain the elements of prosperity it set out on its provincial travels with no particular prestige beyond the reputation of its authors and it would seem that this was not enough for it failed to pay and all parties concerned presently abandoned it to its fate and it was heard of no more just why ah sin did not prosper it would not become us to decide at this far remove of time and taste poorer plays have succeeded and better plays have failed since then and no one has ever been able to demonstrate the mystery a touch somewhere a pulling about and a readjustment might have saved ah sin but the pullings and haulings which they gave it did not perhaps it still lies in some managerial vault and some day may be dragged to light and reconstructed and recast and come into its reward who knows or it may have drifted to that harbor of forgotten plays whence there is no returning as between hart and clemens the whole matter was unfortunate in the course of their association there arose a friction and the long-time friendship disappeared end of chapter one hundred and ten mark twain and bret hart write a play read by john greenman